talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how they really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team. I'm all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. Ain't came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just draft the camera, draft the hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field. We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser way. It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eh? It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it. Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him. And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him. Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him. Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash. Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash. Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag. And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, dog? They gotta play us! That's right, baby, they gotta play us. Welcome to the show. This is... Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Ass Man, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Jackpot Joey and the back-to-back AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,165 subscribers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why the hell not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Bengals Talk with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button, hit the bell for the notification, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing Super Chat. So if you got a question you're dying to ask Coach Sam or Scott about the Joe Burrow book, Bulldog to Bengal, anything about Joe Burrow, which they call him Joey, by the way, just to let you know. Give me a super chat. I greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave, and the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know, I already said it already. We got Jackpot Joey gear. We got the hoodies. We got hats. We got banners. We got the beer, which is delicious. And Sam, I know he's already had some of this. He's already told me about it off the air. So he likes it. Go check it out. It's at jackpotjoey9.com. The beer is at Brink Brewery. Portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Fund. So, you're not only drinking delicious beer, wearing cool stuff, supporting the best quarterback in the NFL, 
you're always helping people out to go there and check it out. What's up to everybody in the chat? We got, let's see here. I think Stranger's first, right? Uh, let's see here. You go, we have Stranger, you were first. What's up? Uh, Danny's in there. Nicholas is in there. Brad's in there. Jackpot Joey's in there. See, <laughs> Jackpot Joey's in. That's kind of interesting. You, you should up today for the Jackpot Joey show. But anyway, let's get to this. This is a really cool thing. I'm really excited to have the, the guy, Coach Sam, is the reason Joey B is our quarterback. The reason he is a quarterback is Sam. The book is from Scott. They both wrote it. It's awesome. Let's check it out. Let's get to Sam and Scott. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Hey, no problem. Thanks for coming on. And and I, I appreciate it. Like, like I said, I'm not trying to cut you out or anything, Scott, but this guy right here, he's the reason <laughs> Joe Burrow's quarterback. I'm just saying. He's the reason. So He's the man. He's First off, Scott, how did that come about? Shades, the whole story. I, I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, so so Sam, tell us about that. <laughs> Shades? Yeah. Shades. You want to hear about Joe Cool? I want to hear about Joe Cool. Yeah, exactly. Joe cool. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I've, I've been coaching youth football here in Athens in, uh, I don't know, probably 10 years before he came through and uh, seen a lot of kids and stuff. So we have uh, our varsity football team puts on a summer, a youth camp, you know, like all varsity teams do. They put on a youth camp for the youth kids. We're up here on the hill, you know, at the high school, and we got a tent up. It's July. It's hot. You know, it's sunny. You know, it's, you know, nobody wants to be out in this hot sun. But anyway, here comes this kid walking up the hill, you know, has a white, you know, Under Armour shirt on, all white, has glasses on, dark, you know, Joe Cool, you know, Snoopy, Joe Cool, you know. Right, right. And it has these glasses on coming up the hill. My my assistant coach, Heath Bullock, he tells me he's going – Hey, look here. Here comes your next quarterback. Here's Joe Cool. And, uh, you know, we joking, you know, and he comes right. up and he starts out. And everything. His name's Joey. You know, it's right. like, wow. Okay. You are Joe Cool. Hey, yeah, that's cool. And uh, come to find out his mom, you know, he had sensitive eyes, you know, and that's fine. He wore glasses and a lot of kids do, but um, sunglasses for the sun. But he wore them the whole practice, the whole camp. You know, it was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. But yeah, yeah, he became our, yeah, he became the quarterback. That's, that's how Joe Cool came about. Now, it was a quarterback because, you know, Joe just had that it factor or just you needed somebody to play quarterback. <laughs> yeah, and and we we tell this story, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, too. We You know, I've, I've been here, I probably went through six or seven varsity coaches in my tenure of youth football. You right. know, our high school turned over a lot of varsity coaches and, you know, just, you know, stepping stone type thing, whatever. But uh, so I went through a lot of offenses. So I'd go to each coach and say, this is what we're running. We want to run what you're doing. Can we sit down and you give me your offense and we'll give a terminology, right? So at this level, right. they'll know it until they get to your level. So we went through the pro set. We went through, you know, all this other offenses, the Maryland eye, the other stuff. And then so we went, um, the coach at the time was running a wing T offense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, you know, I like the wing tee. It's running, you know, you know, this the old Woody Hayes thing, you know, right. Three things happen when you throw the football to them are bad. So, you know, <laughs> three yards in a clot of dust. I love it. Right. And uh, so I'm old school that way. And, and Joey grasped, I mean, he wasn't the biggest kid on the team by no means. Couldn't throw it. I mean, he could throw it pretty good in third grade. Right. But, uh, we had Ryan Lerman, one of the Lerman twins, you know, Ryan could run fast. He was tall. Mm-hmm. for exceptionally tall for a third grader and he was going to be my quarterback if we were going to throw the ball right but he turned out joey turned out to be the guy that could memorize and he grasped the plays real quick i mean he you know the the the, the reverse pivot you know the the you know the quick handoff the the jet motion the double handoff he grasped that stuff for us you're the quarterback you're gonna be my quarterback 
Now, you know, and he said in an interview that, you know, Coach Sam made me a quarterback. I don't want to play it. I don't remember that going down that way. <laughs> I've heard him say that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was my quarterback. And I'm like, you yeah, know, you're it. So, but uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's how it came about, you know, him being the quarterback. And, and, and you said it, we talked about it off, off air, but Jimmy Burrow and I, he, he, he'd like, we joked about this when he went to LSU and that famous senior year. Mm-hmm. said, you know, this is all your fault. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, us Bengals fans, thank you for that. It's all your fault. We're very happy that it's all your fault. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but Scott put it in the book. I mean, I'm telling you what, Scott put all this together and all the time we put together. But, uh, you know, he he really put the words to paper and, and it, it really reads very well. And, and Scott, I mean, all, you know, right there to Scott, I'm telling you what, he did a great job with all that. Exactly. Scott, so tell, tell us about how you two got together. How, about the book, you know, when, when it's coming out and all, all, all that stuff. Yeah, so I'm uh, an Athens uh, high school graduate. I grew up in Athens, so I spent my first 18 years there. Um, my dad was the first Athens city recreation director. So uh, he, he was a city rec- recreation director from 1964 to 1980. So he kind of formalized uh, Saturday morning youth tackle football it went away for a while. There was concern over head injuries in the community, but Sam helped bring it back. So I thought, uh, you know, that was an interesting story in and of itself. You know, right. my dad helped start it. Sam helped right. help bring it back. Um, but, you know, when I got to got to town, I went I live in uh, Indiana now. I'm a university professor and I'm also mm-hmm. an author of four books and I've written quite a bit uh, of sports articles through the years. But when I got to Athens to do some research, um started interviewing a variety, wide variety of people and sam and i spent about an hour together and we probably talked about i don't know joe we've talked we talked for five minutes ten minutes about joe and then we talked about all sorts of other things right I just realized man i think we'd be a good combination so we decided to do this project together that's awesome it's, it's a great read now mm-hmm. one thing i want to ask both of you there is is we well the national media call him joe burrow like i said when we started jackpot joey we call him joey the reason he's joey is that's what you guys call him. Everybody in Athens calls him Joey. He even signs his name, his autograph, Joey. So, is there a difference between you know? Are you like you're like in the inner circle if you call him Joey, or you know, <laughs> is there is there a big thing, or does he even care if you call him Joe or Joey? You've seen the clothes he wears. I don't think he cares. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you wouldn't Sam? You wouldn't wear the flowered suit, you know? Buddy, the- I grew up. I grew up in the sixties <laughs> and seventies. I wore corduroy jeans and, and flowered shirts, man. You know, I, it, I don't care either. You yeah. know, it don't matter to me. You can call me whatever you want. Anything but late for dinner because I'm not. You know, so <laughs> I'm just saying. I think Joey's just that type of person. You know, he's right. you know, he's just that laid back and. You know, and and you know, he takes it with a, you know everything. So right, right, right. So so, tell us a little bit more about the about the the book, Scott. What what you mm-hmm. where it starts, where it ends, there there are things like that. What what where did you start with the with the book? Did you start with with Sam met Joe, or were you go back far, farther back with Joe in this? Yeah, so there's, there's an introduction, and we actually start uh, with kind of a sad moment. I mean, uh, I mean, it's a happy moment, but it's also a sad moment. The Bulldogs make it to the state championship game mm-hmm. in high school, and they came within a hair's breadth of winning the state title but uh, joe calls this again the, the worst day of his life right in the post-game yep. press conference there uh and then the introduction ends with uh the super bowl loss uh but his post-game press you conference, had to bring that up i know <laughs> i'm still proudly wearing my super bowl gear oh, though yeah yes. so yep. yeah we're still very proud that we got there yes sir but, but his his uh, eight years later uh in in the post-game press conference yeah of course he's he's sad and 
and still trying to process it. It's only been a few minutes, but, uh, you know, I think it showed a lot of maturity that he decided to go to the to the Kid Cudi uh, after party, you know, and, and celebrate a magical season. Yep. So I think there was a lot of growth over those uh, those eight eight years. But but the book itself, uh, after the introduction, starts with uh, Jimmy's backstory and you know, growing up in Mississippi and and uh, going to Ole Miss, transferring to Nebraska, you know, playing in the NFL. He had a cup of coffee in the NFL. It, it actually ended. He played three games. Jimmy played three games for the, the Packers. Okay. And his final of those three games was against the Bengals. Oh, really? In, in Riverfront Stadium. <laughs> and Ken Anderson and the Bengals beat him pretty bad that day, and, and he got released. And he went on and played in the CFL and had a really good career in the CFL. But then he became yeah. a coach. Mm-hmm. So it kind of um, the book uh, tracks that in Chapter 1. Um, and then how he met Robin and then Joe being born, Joey being born in Ames, Iowa. And then they end up in Fargo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they transfer. Well, they move uh, from Fargo to the Plains. Yep. And Sam will tell you it's the Plains. It's the Plains, Ohio is where Joey lives. It's it's a, that's right. Grew up in the Plains. And then then from that point on, we uh, tell the story, you know, from from uh, Joe's youth years through uh, high school. He was a basketball player, football player, Ohio State years down to LSU for three or four chapters. The Heisman trophy and then on to uh the Bengals. so there's a chronological telling of the story but you know i wanted to make sure that people of athens county their voice was really strong in it and so not only in the early chapters but we wanted to make sure that their voice was strong throughout the entire book now now i'm just probably a silly question but how hard was it to get people to talk about joe burrow <laughs> <laughs> uh it wasn't hard <laughs> i didn't think so it was very hard. proud of him but no, I mean, you know, I talked to Sam. Sam was in, invaluable. He had so many stories to tell, and he set up several interviews, and and he was a fact checker. As I was writing it each chapter, I'd send it over to Sam, and and he would read it. He and his wife Terry would would read it, and uh, and his daughter is a big part of the story too. I mean, all those wonderful pictures you see there on the wall. She's the photographer. She took all those, and she's the chief photographer in the book. So this is a family affair for the the Smathers family very much so 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 Sam are, are all those pictures I can't are they all Joe Burrow are they just bulldog pictures what are the pictures well what it what it started to be was um I don't do social media I don't do interwebs I don't do any of that crap um uh, but I uh <laughs> my daughter takes all these pictures she's been yeah, you're on a YouTube show right now <laughs> <laughs> I've done a bunch of them I, I, I'm learning I am <laughs> I'm evolving let's put it that way there you go um, but my daughter took all these pictures and from high school all the way on when she was in high school. And, you know, she stood on sidelines for all these games. I mean, right. home and away through high school and then after high school. And then, you know, even now she's 30 years old with a baby. And, you know, we, we still go to the games. You know, we right. still go to the games. She still gets on the sidelines. She takes pictures. And all these kids behind me, you see, I coached in youth football. Nice. Nice. So, you know, there's a couple that I didn't, but, you know, for better reasons. But anyway. But all these kids, so when they got to be a senior, I mean, I watched them in youth football, and when they got to be a senior, she'd take a picture of them doing something, you know, in a game, and I'd say, I want that, or I want right. this, I want that. And I'd take all these pictures down, open them up, and there's stacks of pictures behind pictures. Oh, wow. So I'd just take them down every year and re- restock with new, you know, that year's group. And if you could see the other side of the dog pound, I have all the kids that went to districts and state and wrestling, you know, and, and things that, that I coached, you know, and you awesome. So, but yeah, all these pictures and I, you know, they say you post to your wall. You're, you're literally posting it to your wall. <laughs> I'm to your wall you know, and I'm proud of these kids. I'm proud of all those kids on that wall. 
right you know, absolutely. you know not just joey you know the, the kid that you know you know hunter justice who you know played for me for four years and just that and the other went on to high school and you know did great in high school and now he's you know doing you know hvac i mean he's real good at it and uh, right, right. you know he's got a family and everything you know i'm just as proud of that boy and you know of, of all the boys that you know and that learned you know how to be a family how to be a, right. a you know a part of a team part of something bigger than themselves you know i that's i'm just as proud of those boys as i am a joey and you know like i said i just talked to joey the other day and jimmy you know and all that stuff about other things but um you know I, they joey knows i mean he knows i'm you know he's he's he'll text me and hey, I might be in town next week or I might be in town this week or, you know, and I said, well, you know, if you can stop by, let me know. And, you know, so, but, you know, we try to get together, but yeah, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of all of them. Well, you know, the, uh, the dog pound's impressive. Jeff, if you ever have a chance to go to the dog pound. I, I, I want to call. I was going to ask. I, I, I'll, next time I'll, I'm up there. I it's wanna, it's like, a sacred ground. I mean, really? It, it's really impressive. And uh, yeah. And, you know, NFL network's been there. I mean, LA times has been there. Uh, New York Post has been there, you know, so I mean, it's ground, it's ground zero, um, but it doesn't take long, you know, uh, to talk to Sam to realize how important family is to him. And he's been able to create a sense of family with all of these youth teams that he has, uh, that he has coached through the years. And if there's one word I would use for this book, it's family. Yeah, there's all, all the gridiron glory, but I mean, Athens County is, is very much Joe's family and they have had a key role in shaping who he's become today. Well, you can tell that by, by the, the Heisman speech. I mean, that, that mm -hmm. stole the show and that, that set everything in motion as far as the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and now the Joe Burrow Foundation. Did, did, what did that mean? Did, Sam, did you guys know that Joe was going to do that or anything? Or did he keep that to himself and just sprung on everybody? I mean, you, you knew, you, Jeff, you knew when we knew. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were all sitting right here. Right watching the tv behind me and right you know the heisman speech we had you know a bunch of people here as usual and there wasn't a dry eye in the house i mean yeah. you know we were just as proud i was you know we were all sobbing and right. proud and, and you know of that boy and you know, just as his parents you know robin and jimmy and all of them, everybody in that room you know and he's thanking his you know even as ohio state you know people right. you know and right. lsu people and then down to us you know everybody in, in athens county it was um yeah, there wasn't a, nobody knew. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody knew at the same time when that speech came out that that was straight from the heart, man. Hey, right hey, Jeff, let me yeah. let me tell tell you a little story about yeah. that that Robin and Jimmy passed along uh, to me. They've been doing, of course, uh, that was probably the that particular week was Joe's uh, birthday week. Okay. Uh, but he went around the country and he collected probably more hardware than anybody in the history of college football that week. So he was That's great. Well, he, he was, had the greatest, greatest college season mm, ever. So he did. just put that out there. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Period. So he, Period. Was up, he was up in, in Baltimore. Then he went to Atlanta. Then he went to, uh, you know, New York City. And uh, Robin turned to Jimmy you know, his parents and said, do you think Joe's had time to write anything? And this was like an hour before they were supposed to be over at the venue. <laughs> and Jimmy just said, oh, I, I don't know. And then Robin said, well, you better go check on him. And so Jimmy went over there, knocked on the door and went in and Joe was scribbling a couple notes on a note card. Right. And so as it turned out, Jimmy's not even sure he ever even looked at the note card. Robin thinks he might've glanced at it at the beginning. It went straight. That came straight yep. from the heart. Yep. Exactly. And so, um, you know, not a dry eye in, in the dog pound. There wasn't a dry eye in my house. There wasn't a dry eye uh, in the Plains, in Athens. Anybody that's a Joe Burrow fan, probably in Baton Rouge, you know, he touched people that night for sure.
I, I remember watching it because I, I mean I I remember the whole story with Joe at Ohio State, and then there was I'm a, I'm a full disclosure. I'm a Bearcat fan. There was a chance mm-hmm. he might come down to Cincinnati, yeah. which mm-hmm. I'm glad he didn't because yeah. when LSU was the best thing that happened to him. So then then he went to LSU and everything, and, and the thing for me, guys, when I saw him play Alabama, that's when I go, all right, I want the Bengals to lose every freaking game because I want that kid as <laughs> yes. my quarterback. I'm like, and that's the only time. And I'll tell you this: we were at, at Beatles. My my wife is from Florida, so me and my father we went down to visit my family or my wife's family. And so me and my father at Beatles watching the game against Miami. If the Bengals mm-hmm. win, we don't get Joe Burrow. The only time I've ever rooted against the Bengals, and they damn near lost the thing. I was about to lose my ever freaking mind. Because I'm like, I want Joe Burrow. But let me get back to the speech. When I watched that speech, that just listen to him talk. And 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 it's a, a moment for him. It's all about him. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He won this. For him to take that time to talk about Athens and and what uh, has to happen there and how people need to be helped there, that made me love him even more. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, it, it was a really touching moment. I'm getting teared up talking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's just something that, you know, you know, what was he, 23, 24 time? I mean, yeah. kids don't think like that at, at that age, you know? I mean, seriously, that's what that's what's cool about it. And that's what one of the biggest things that makes us love Joe Burrow. And that's one of the things that I think makes his teammates love him, man. Because we've heard so many times about the, the culture in the locker room. And I know Zach Taylor gets a lot of credit for it, but Joe, Joe has to have a lot of credit for that because he's the quarterback. He sets the tone of the locker room, you know? So, Sam, you, you you probably have seen that in, in, in him growing up of of helping people out or helping his teammates out or whatever. What was Joe like as far as a leader go? Where did he get that from? Is it is it from Robin? Is it from Jimmy? Or is it just from him? I'm gonna go with his grandma. Okay. Oh, she's the basketball player. Probably yep. the best, one yep. of the best team that didn't have a team. You know, they right. didn't play yep. you know, back then. But you know, it's but I, I'm I'm you know it, he Joey came from a great family. I mean, his mm-hmm. mom and dad are awesome people and. And uh, his brothers, you know, both played, you know, Division One college football. And Jamie, you know, I mean, they're just great athletes, all of them. And uh, so, yeah, he gets it from those people. I mean, his upbringing and, his, you know, and all that stuff. But I, I do know this for a fact. Um, I live – I mean, the football field is my front yard. I mean, I, I, I see it every day. And I oh, really? I, I've got to see this dog pound. I'm coming, I'm coming to you, Sam. It's, it's, <laughs> you're in town. You come on over. But uh, Jeff, but uh, Sunday mornings, I could hear, you know, I get up and have my coffee, and I, I'm looking across the field back when Joey was in high school and all that, you know, those boys. He has the whole entire, like, you know, seven on seven group, you know, the, the, right. the all the receivers, all the running backs, everybody's over there. And Joey's throwing, and they're running routes on right. Sunday, on mm-hmm. Sunday, you know, not just him over there running the stairs and working out and doing things. He's got everybody there. Right. You know, so. And when you hear over, you know, in Cincinnati, they're going, well, we have this new bubble, you know, we can practice indoors. And Joey says we're practicing outdoors. So I guess we're practicing outdoors. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so that's the same. When I heard that, that made me think of over here. And every Sunday morning, every Sunday, you know, after church and all that stuff, you know, they're over there throwing. And even before church, you know, they're over there early in the morning. So right. they're, 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 they're over there doing it. And that's, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Joey said, hey, what do you say we get up tomorrow morning and just go? work on some, uh, you know, pass Skelly, you know, let's work on this stuff. Let's get this down. And, and, and youth football, he was, he just led by example. You know, he, right. he was never a raw, raw guy. never, you know, he was, he was the coach in the huddle at, at, by sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade. And he, 
And I, and the only time I had to get on him one time in fifth grade, you know, cause sixth grade year is like a big year. It's like your senior year in youth football. Mm. But, and I said, we had like five or six kids that were pretty good. And I said, you know, I told him before the season started, you, you, you gotta be the leader in this group. And he didn't want to step on any toes. He wanted to be, you know, and let those other guys do it. And it was probably the worst year we had. And we lost three games that year. And, uh, that's so the worst. You yeah. lost three. That's the worst. Worst yeah. year you had. You only lost three. Like, all yeah, right. It was. It was bad. You know, <laughs> we was in a championship game three of the four years. He, you know, new football, and I've never had that. So, but anyway, so he didn't want to step on any toes. But the sixth grade year rolled around, and and I said, "You ready?" He's going, "Yeah." I said, "You're the leader. Let's let's take him. Let's do this." And right. And we had, you know, he, that's where it came from. His right. mom, and dad, you know, right. Yeah, that, well, that's, you, you know that. Exactly. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, you know, that sixth grade year, Sam, talk about uh, the banquet, because that's where the whole speech making started, right? What would happen at the banquet? Oh, I got to hear this story. Well, <laughs> every year, if you play for me for four years, we started this tradition years ago. Nobody ever does this anymore, but there's a junior high varsity jacket. Everybody okay. can get, you know, if you play a sport for two years, you get a junior high varsity jacket, junior high. Mm -hmm. Well, what I would do is if you played for me for four years, we would buy your junior high varsity jacket with a small A, mm -hmm. youth football A. So when you got to junior high and you got your first junior high letter, you can take that off, put your other patch on. Right. And so, but every year, you know, we, we do a banquet and, and at the end of the season and this, that, and the other, and, and, uh, kids would come up and say something and joey that, that group of kids he had you know his mom told him to come up and say something i guess and and we looked like you know he just looked like mm, i don't know what to do <laughs> and so like, he, oh mom don't make me do that <laughs> he stood there somberly and said thank you to all the coaches and everything it was i mean it was great i got it on video somewhere i know i do i got pictures of it but but yeah it was you know it was like two guys you know we're we're, we're kind of holding each hugging each other at the end arm around each other and he's and we were both looking like man we just went to a funeral <laughs> <laughs> this ain't right <laughs> but, so he definitely got better at his speeches then <laughs> yeah well well you know that that uh that weekend when he went up to New York City, I mean, in Baton Rouge, he didn't need a winter coat. So he didn't have a winter coat. And so he he wore his LSU letter jacket uh, and people gave him a lot of a lot of grief on Twitter, you know, poking at him a little bit. But he wore that and that. So we have a picture of him actually as a sixth grader in his letter jacket in the in the book. Thanks to Tricia. So a lot of those great pictures, you know, are Trisha's pictures and fam and the boroughs gave us pictures uh, as well. They were very supportive of this project. Uh, Jimmy and Robin read each chapter as I was writing it last summer and gave feedback as well. And uh, again, just while I'm thinking about it, uh, you know, portions of the proceeds of this book will also go to the Joe Burrow Foundation. So, awesome. so, the, so when you buy the book, you're supporting uh, Joey B and his foundation. There you go. Speaking of, of, of uh, supporting Joey, we're, we're doing a, uh, a golf outing down here. Mm. And Jack by Joey, Matty Myers is the one that started the whole Jack by Joey thing. Said he'd like to invite both of you guys to, to the yeah. uh, golf outing down here if you guys like to. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can DM you later and, and email you the different times and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're doing 100% of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow uh, fund on this one. So That's great. Yeah, if you guys are, it's like four hours. I know, Scott, you're in Indiana. might be farther. I don't know. Well, I, I, you know, I have season tickets to the Bengals. I've been a Bengals, oh. Bengals fan since, ni and since 1968. Well, Scott, you got to come yes. tailgate with us, man. Oh, I will. I will be <laughs> down there with you. Yes. <laughs> I know, Sam's going to, when he comes comes to visit again, uh, we're, we're going to tailgate too, Sam. We, we're we're yeah. going to have a right. good time right. here. I'm in. 
So what was it like when, all right, so Joe Burrow. Now, this is the thing that I will never understand. Urban Meyer, I think, is a pretty darn good head football coach. I think he is. Why in the hell did he not pick Joe Burrow <laughs> to be his quarterback? That's one thing I, I I don't know if I'll ever I'll ever understand. I mean, do, do you guys cover that in the? I'm sure you do. Do you cover that in the book? You want yeah. me to take this? Oh, go for it. Sam's oh. got opinions on this. Go ahead, Sam. Oh, I want to hear Sam's. Go ahead, Sam. We'll I'm, a, I'm an old coach, you know. Like I said, I coached for years, you know. And uh, Urban Meyer was the smartest guy on the face of the earth. You know why? He's right. He's right there in his his back pocket, and he'll never have to play against him. <laughs> that was until Thursday night when the Jaguars came to town. <laughs> right, right. You exactly. figure out why he never, you know. Yeah. Now you know. Now you know. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea on that. That's my philosophy on that. I, I look at how it, it all unfolded is just mind blowing. I mean, no. Joe went down to- there and. I went to all the spring games. I mean, I seen him play. I he played. He played good. I mean, I, I like I said, I'm I'm Ohio, I am an Ohio State fan, more UC fan. I did pay attention a little bit to that. And I knew a little, I've known more about it now <laughs> since Joe's our quarterback. And looking back at that, it's like, really, <laughs> like okay. And so Joe made the hard decision to to go to LSU, which I mean, he's Athens, Ohio, the Plains. Sorry, Scott, the Plains. You know, you know, went to Ohio State to go all the way down to to LSU. What again? He probably covered this in the book. Crawdads with 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 uh, Ergeron is that that what sold the sold him on it, or you know, how did that come about? Well, that's that's part of the story, and uh, you know, those those three chapters that we wrote uh, on LSU were a lot of fun uh, to write because Coach O just has so much personality, and there were just a lot of great anecdotes uh, about. That's one of them you know, where Joey went down there for a weekend. I mean, he went to UC first. Right, uh, I yeah. think it was on Thursday. I and, he was coming. <laughs> well, so did Coach Fickle. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they they were, and it looked like he was going to. I mean, when he left uh, uh, Cincinnati that night, that was a Thursday night. I mean, he was about 70% leaning toward UC. Right. So they were going to go down to Baton Rouge. Um, that was just, you know, they kind of felt like they we're just doing our, our due diligence. Uh, Joey went down there um, and he just didn't open up. And Robin said he just isn't that kind of guy. I mean, even for Coach O, he just didn't didn't open up. But they had crawfish and and they didn't have any crawfish on the menu that night. But Coach O says, I got you. I got you. You know, so like 20 pounds of crawfish all of a sudden come in in a in a big bucket. You know, and so they eat the crawfish. And that certainly I think was was a factor. But I think the maybe the biggest factor was. Joe, one of Joe's oldest brothers, older brothers, uh, Dan, was a big fan of Cocho. And they like they like struck up this bromance from the very beginning. And so when Joey came back to Ohio, he wasn't answering any calls from okay. Cocho. Believe that. Believe really? it or not. He, well, he wouldn't answer his call. So Cocho would get on the phone every night with Dan. And uh, and he was trying to backdoor Joe through Dan. And he <laughs> was basically. Basically, he said, all right, Dan, shoot me straight. What's going on? Where's he going to go? And Dan was like, well, you know what? That's Joe's decision. And he's right. like, oh, I won't use the, the flowery language here. But he's like, <laughs> it's YouTube. You can. It's fine. <laughs> he's like, come on, man. You've got to man, man up. you got to F the man up, you know, yeah. and, and you got to tell him, you know, the LSU is the best place to go. So, so Dan had a phone call with him. I think wrote him a little note and said, you know what? You've always told me that you want to play at the highest level and you want to win a national championship. And I feel like that's the place it's got to be LSU. And I think that was a factor. It wasn't the only factor. Right. I mean, you know, Jimmy, uh, you know, 
you know Jimmy well, Sam, better than I do. But you know, Jimmy said Joe made up his own mind. Ultimately, you know, he he uh, he he said, you know, I I need some time here. Uh, I need I need several days uh, to make up my mind. And uh, Jimmy said, all right, well, your mom and I will check in with you every night. And Joe said, no, Dad, that means you too. I don't want you calling me. <laughs> and so they weren't allowed to talk to him for several days. But ultimately, you know, Joe Joe makes up his own mind. Uh, but uh, you know, there were various inputs, and one of them was, you know, Dan saying, "Hey, just reminding him, if you want to play at the highest level, LSU is the place." And that turned out to be true. Exactly. Yeah, got it out of that, Sam. No, oh, no. The only thing is, you know, the roads we travel, and Jim and I talked about this throughout this whole journey, and the stars aligning. You know, yeah. the stars right. aligned, and you, know, it's in the book, and we, we, me and Scott talked about it a lot, and uh, that keeps coming up. The way the stars aligned, the way he was right. the backup at Ohio State, the way he was, you know, the, his sophomore season at, at high school to got to be the starting quarterback his sophomore year because he didn't play his freshman year because we don't right. play freshman here, you know, and, and our, our starting quarterback moves to California with his dad to take another coaching job at Fresno State gave Joe the opportunity. Um, right. The stars aligning for him to go to play to Morrison Elementary instead of the Plains, which he lives right behind the Plains Elementary over here, you know a three wood and a chipping wedge from my house. So, you know, but he got, he wanted to go to Morrison where he played his baseball that summer. First summer he came down and they wouldn't let him just transfer these, you know, you got to go here. So the stars aligned where you go there. Mm -hmm. The stars aligned all the way through his, this right. whole thing. And like it's a God thing or something, right? <laughs> it, it's yeah, exactly. I mean, me and Jimmy right. just laugh and joke about it, you know, and, and we stood right here at this spot and talked about, you know, him going, getting drafted to the Bengals. And I said, you know, and we both said, you know, it's it'd be great. You know, two and a half hours that way, baby. Right. You know, we can go see him whenever we want, you know. Right. It'd be awesome. And then we thought, well, if it goes to Tennessee, I guess we'll have to go there. But, you know, I'm like, you know, but this is the place. This is where it's got to be, you know. And so the stars aligned, you know, for everybody. And I guarantee you ticket sales from this area went up. Above. Oh, you have no – oh, God. You have the, this went from a semi-baseball town to all football – all the time right now, and it doesn't help that the Reds suck right now. So yeah, we 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 are Bengals twenty four seven. As soon as Joe got here, I mean, it is just this city has just exploded. Especially you know after the second year going to the Super Bowl. We, I mean, guys, we hadn't won a, a playoff game since nineteen ninety one. I was in high school. I'm forty seven now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Winning that first playoff game, we thought we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, as us fans, because. Uh, if you guys remember the Bengals of the '90s, and we can't win a playoff game for five years, yada yada. And Joe got here, he goes, well, you know, that's that's what I do. <laughs> that's that's what they well, love and, about Joe. Good, good, Scott. Good. I was going to say, and even in the uh, the presser, you know, right after that game, you know, he was just steady. Yeah. He's like, he's like, that's great. I think this is wonderful for the, all the Bengals fans, the city of Cincinnati, and right. so forth. But. You know, but this isn't the icing. This is just the right. cake, you know. Exactly. And so, uh, and everybody, I was at the game, you know, and I, I was in tears, you know, oh, 31 years. I mean, uh, it had been all that time, you know, and all that that uh, euphoria that you felt in the jungle. But underneath the jungle, you know, he's as steady as can be. And, of course, that's also when the Cartier Shades showed up. Yes. <laughs> in a white T-shirt, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> And so, again, that's another one of those uh, poetic moments that we can bring back to the first time you saw him. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like I said, like I told you, I, I go down to practice a lot. And like I said, I don't know if Joe actually knows who I am or whatever, but I mean, he knows about the Jack by Joey stuff. And he's always been so nice to us about it. I told you guys about the picture where he 
let's put the flag in, which if you saw the intro of the yeah. show, the pitch in there. Yeah. So, I mean, Joe, Joe is in that. And I feel like he said, he's like, you know, he's trying to help us out too. Cause we're trying to help out his foundation. He's also trying to help us out. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's just Joe trying to pull people up with him. That's just, and that's a really just cool thing. You don't see with, you know, athletes this time. Most of them it's, you know, it's the me generation. It's all about me. Joe's about everybody. You know, that's what I, I, I love about the dude. I don't know him personally, but I love that guy. Just saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll let you say something about that, Sam. But let me first just say, you know, when I was researching, you know, the book, I watched so many press conferences, read so many articles. Um, but one of the things that I really appreciated when they won the national title down at LSU you know, when he's up there, you know, speaking and the, and the camera goes to Robin and her hand is over, her hands are over her heart, you know, and to, and to Jimmy, you know, to see the family, the family. But for him to say, hey, you know, this this is uh, not just for me, you know, and, and the guys on the football team. It goes to the training staff. It goes to the people in the lunch lunchroom. He thinks about everybody. He's just intentionally inclusive. And that's just part of his emotional intelligence. And I think that goes all the way back to, to Athens, doesn't it, Sam? Athens yeah. and the Plains. It does. I mean, he, I mean, we're a small town. You know, you, you put your boots on every day you go to work, you know, and you, you try to make ends meet the way you can. And, uh, right. you know, he grew up with that and, you know, grew up with us, you know, us coaches, you know, and seeing us taking kids home after practice and picking them up before games, taking them home and, you know, and this, that, and the other. And, you know, seeing some of the, you know, things that, you know, these kids have to go through around here, you know, right. just to make every day. And uh, so, and he, you know, he went to school with them and, you know, all the way through high school and in the hallways and, you know, and you can ask anybody, he's, he, you wouldn't know him if he was in the room, you know, if, and I always say this when he's, if he was here right now, you know, would, when we're all sitting here just around, just watching TV or game or something, you wouldn't know him from Adam, you know, he would, he wouldn't stick out like, you know, like anything he he'd be right there with us and, you know, ribbon and, you know, doing all everything that, that we do. And, uh, but that's, that's Joey. I mean, that's how he is. I mean, that's how he's brought up and, you know, he's seen it around here. That's how we are. You know, we're just, we're just good old boys and, you know, down here making life, you know, work and making ends meet. So, and we, you know, we take care of our own and we, you know, do what we got to do to get by. Yeah. It's really cool though, that he, he, you know, someone like him who's making a lot of money and he's been making an awful lot he's more here. Soon, a lot more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doesn't go to his head, though. I mean, right. he, I think he is feels probably most at home on Monday nights when he's gaming with his uh, his buddies from high school. Right. Right. And then they're just giving him crap and he gives them crap back. Right. I mean, he's he's nobody but just the same old Joe Joe to them. And I think that helps keep him grounded. So, oh, yeah. Uh, once again, I think his buddies, you know, have a role in keeping his, you know, feet firmly planted in southeastern Ohio soil. But he doesn't have a big head. And he just, Zacchaeus Saltzman, one of his best friends, you know, you know, told me he just has no, he doesn't have a taste for fame. And he just doesn't uh, care about that, the money and the fame. He just wants to be one of the guys. He just wants to be one of the guys and play, and play football. And mm-hmm. I mean, and and just for me, looking back at myself, I, I've, you know, what what I was like at that age, like, it's not easy to handle all this because I mean, mm-hmm. he's taking the the fate of a franchise in his hand. You know, he is the straw to stir the drink for for a franchise, especially in Cincinnati. We ain't won crap. We won the, the three Super Bowls, lost all three of them. But I mean, we haven't been the blue blood of the NFL or anything. And, and the and the Joe to take all of that, our hopes and dreams and everything, on his shoulders and it brushes off like it's not that big of a deal. Is 
I, I just it, it's unbelievable how he handles the stuff. And like you said, Scott, he's humble about it. He doesn't look for the fame. He doesn't look for his. He just wants to play football and hang out with his friends. That's what I get. Yeah, and Jeff, I'll tell you tell you a story that uh, Tom Vanderven told me. Tom Tom Vanderven, uh, Coach Sam coached his son, uh, but he's a sociologist at Ohio University. But he coached uh, basketball. He coached Joe in, in youth baseball. And what's that? Nick, McKay. all you all you know, Nick. All right. Yeah, I coached him. You played with Joey. There, there you go. go. Perfect. Yeah, so Sam's nosy. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Perfect. Hey, they're playing a third grade basketball game. All right. They're playing in Columbus for what they call the state title. All right. Third grade state title. Right. right. And uh, they're down down by uh, eight points with 30 seconds to go. All right. And they win that game all because of Joe. He scores nine points in 30 seconds. So he's making steals. He's getting fouled. He goes to the free throw line. Just completely stoic. The entire time just rises to the occasion and the coaches are on the sidelines and their mouth is just <laughs> agape. They're not coaching anything. They're just watching this thing and they're just in shock. Right. And but Joe's doing it. And uh, from third grade on and when the when the moment's big, he steps up. I mean, he becomes bigger and he just is never the moment's never too big for him. And it started from the earliest days. Right. Right, Sam. Exactly. He um, and you're talking about his contract and, you know, and this and I'll tell you how he is. Um, if he was his own agent, he wouldn't ask for he. Joey wants accolades. He wants awards for the team. He wants right. the, the trophies, the hardware. He doesn't want them for himself. He don't right. want that accolade being the highest paid quarterback in the. He don't. I mean, he'd rather not have that. I, I guarantee it. I mean, knowing Joey the way I know Joey, mm -hmm. that's not that's one accolade I think he'd pass on if we can get a, a group of guys around him, right. to, you know, to make this thing work as a team, as a family. And get us to that one goal that we all want, you know, mm -hmm. that he wants, that everybody wants. So that's Joey, and that's—I mean—that's in my opinion. You don't want that accolade of being the highest-paid quarterback, you know. If he had, to, you know, if you asked him right now, and he would honestly tell you, I, that's not one accolade I really want. And that's that's one thing I, I think that uh, Jamar Chase kind of said that <clears throat> in the in the Super Bowl. He was doing press row over there, and, and he's like, Joe knows. His worth and and basically I can't exactly say word for word, but basically Joe wants to win, you know. So he's going to leave money not on the table, but so everybody gets them, so we can win a Lombardi. So that's that's just and again, that's not exactly what Chase said, but it's oh, yeah. see, you know, right in the ballpark. Good, sorry. That's true. No, you're exactly right. I mean, in my opinion, I mean that's how I know Joey. That's mm -hmm. that's exactly how he feels about it. Right. And, you know, getting you know we picked up a tight end today. I heard and. Uh, yep. You know, we got probably the best, you know, you know, free. We got a good left tackle. We got know, another really good left tackle. <laughs> going our way. And, you know, and I, I think, you know, it's it's all coming together. I mean, you know, there we go. The stars, are they aligning again? Let's go. Let's get the stars aligning and let's get this thing done. And exactly. Let's, let's yeah. have another, you know, great season and everybody healthy and, and uh, you know, get through it. Back, back, exactly. to, back to what uh, Jamar said. I, I don't – I don't know if everyone knows, but, uh, you know, Joe's a finance guy. I mean, he's, he studied finance uh, at Ohio State, and he did an internship with Sam Hubbard uh, on Wall Street. Really? So, I didn't know that. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, back to what Jamar was saying, he knows how to structure this deal in a way to keep the weapons around him. He said something along those lines. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, – now, Joe has an agent negotiating yeah. this, but Joe, Joe has thoughts. 
about this as well. I mean, he he's a very smart guy uh, in multiple areas, but finances for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. This has been this has been awesome. I mean, I I, I appreciate you guys coming on. It's Sam. You got any other like what what's a really cool uh, Joe Burrow story that we haven't told you or, or Scott? You guys got something that that's 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 I don't know awesome, funny. I don't know. You got anything we haven't talked about yet? Hey, I'll give you one, and then we can end with Sam. Because Sam, Sam is the man. Sam's not just the co-author. He's, I love Sam. I love Sam. Sam is the man. <laughs> he's part of the, he's part of the story, and he's the real deal. But um, so we told a story here about uh, Joe playing basketball. Well, here's a youth baseball story. So they okay. were they were really good in all three sports, and they would just go from one to another, and they just wouldn't lose very much. So in baseball, um, they would win most tournaments. They went off to a tournament, and they got homered big time. Uh, I mentioned this guy, Sam Vanderven, uh, a moment ago. I talked about his dad, Tom. But he said that uh, the home plate umpire was calling strikes that were not inches off the plate. They were feet off the plate. And it turned out that the other team's coach, the home plate umpire, was his brother. All right. So at any rate, they lose this tournament. They come in second. They get their second place trophy. And uh, Ryan Ryan Lorman uh, gets his trophy and immediately throws it in the trash can in the dugout. Then, then Adam Lorman, his twin, breaks it over his knee. Oh, wow. Joe, Joe, though, is just stoic. He doesn't react at all. Later that night, Robin calls the baseball coach, the youth baseball coach, and says, you know, I don't know if I should be proud of Joe or disturbed, but he's been in his room for the last two hours just dissecting that trophy piece by piece by piece. <laughs> And then throwing it in the trash can. I mean, that's that's Joey B. Second place isn't good enough for for Joe, especially when you get cheated out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I I'll tell you what. I I'll, I'll tell you one here. We're in. Uh, you're playing youth football. I don't know if you ever. You know, you're playing youth football. You got eight minute quarters. I mean, they go quick. You get down two scores. You're pretty much done. Okay. You know, it's it's pretty much over. We're playing. Uh, you know, our arch rival you know, up the road, Nelsonville, York, and uh, and uh, Eric Dean's the head coach up there. But they, they got us 14 nothing, And there's four minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the game. And I'm like, man, they, they've got our number. I mean, we've tried everything. We stopped them in the second half, but we cannot get in the end zone. Right. So we call timeout. We come over. And I said, we got we to do something here. So we draw a play up in the dirt, literally. We draw it up in the dirt. And, I mean, this is – we're talking about we've had – you know, 60 different plays and we're, we're running the, the shotgun, you know, wide double slot shotgun spread formation in sixth grade. And they're, they're covering us hey, pretty good. That sixth grade. Wow. That's yeah. That, I mean, pretty this is the talent level that that group of kids that came through yeah. with Joey. I mean, that's what we had. We had to go. I mean, I wasn't smart enough to coach these kids those by no means. So, <laughs> and I've been coaching for years and I've seen, and this is what we have. So we're down 14 points before something go. At 420 or whatever it was, and uh, we draw a play up in the dirt. We're, okay, we're going to fake pitch it to Ryan Lerman in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And I said, you, you saw that fake, Ryan. You saw it like you got the ball. You're going around the right end. And, Joey, I said, Adam Lerman's playing left end. I said, go down, fake a hard post, and flag route. Right. And step and hard. And, Joey, throw it as high as you can where only he can catch it because they, they two were the tallest kids. He threw that pass. And we scored a touchdown on it. Uh, very next time we get the ball, we throw a, a long pass to uh, Marcus Hall and uh, a straight go route. And Joey hits him on a dead run. And uh, 
we called him 7-Eleven because he always he always came back to the hotel going, man, I'm open, I'm open. I said, you're like 7-Eleven, you're always open. Chad Johnson. Marcus catches the ball. We we go in there, we tie the game up. So we're in overtime. And uh, I, Joey says, we're just going to run that same play again. And I said, all right, run it. So the play we drew up in the dirt, we ran it twice. And then and they couldn't stop it. And we go into overtime and we score and we win the game. And uh, on, on a play we drew up in the dirt down you know 14 points and that's when i knew how good that group of kids is going to be right right and and joey can bring you back so when we watch these games and you know we went to the state semifinal we're down 17 to 10 or whatever it was down 10 points against that can st vincent st mary's and we're walking out to the car to get a you know a beverage a cold pop and uh Guys go, man, you guys are overrated. You, sh- you wasted your trip all the way up here. I said, buddy, we got a whole half to play. I don't know where you came from, but we play four quarters in Southeast Ohio. And we can oh. we come back, we come back and beat them, you know. And Joey had the game of his life. And and so, but yeah, it's just when you have Joey on the field and we they they call it the it factor. I just call it the Joe Burrow factor, you know. He's we call it the Joe Burrow effect. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. So it, when he's on the field, you I don't count us out, you know. Never. I mean that. That's the way we felt in the in the AFC Championship game two years ago. Yeah. From the big one of the biggest deficits come back. I'm like, I, I, at halftime, I kept telling everybody, I was like, we got jackpot. We got Joey. Like, dude, anything can happen. And that that dude, and that is what I I can't emphasize this enough. That is what is so awesome about having Joe as a quarterback because forever we didn't have that, and we had good quarterbacks. Okay, Ken Anderson, Boomer Size, and Andy. They're all good. Joe's on another another level, and I I. I told you guys this before. I saw it in that Alabama game. I saw it then. And I'm like, I want that dude. And everybody's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. I'm like, I'm not kidding. This guy is different. Can I give him one more, Scott? Oh, yeah. Can I give him one more? We're The Georgia game where they, they called it his Heisman moment. where he, Yes. He rolled out to his right, you know, and he's knocking people away. And he sees J.J. across and he throws a deep ball and he, get, you know, takes all the way down. Um, San Francisco 49ers at home in the jungle. Mm-hmm. He's rolling out to his right and he's trying to get away from people. And he sees, you know, you know, Jamar in the back of the end zone, tiptoeing yeah. across and he throws it. I, I seen the same play in sixth grade football in a playoff game against Alexander. He That's takes the shotgun snap and he's guys got him dead to rights, dead to rights, blitz. He stiff arms him, boom, shucks him off, goes out, catches our guy in the back of the end zone, catches the ball for a two point conversion to win the game. So, you know, I, I've been watching this for years, mm-hmm. and and people, you know, they, they say, "Man, do you get excited? You know, is that impressive?" I said, "Wow, yeah, I guess it is." I mean, if you know, <laughs> we've been seeing it the whole time. We're like, "Yeah, you know, we know what you know is you know, but yeah, his hand size is too small. You know, he can't do this. Uh-huh. He, you know, whatever. hey, the one the one thing I would add to that, Sam, is yeah. you know, these guys, you know, Joey and and the Lorman twins and others, you know you know, they, they grew up playing together. So they developed this collective muscle memory mm-hmm. and this chemistry. Now fast forward to Cincinnati and you got Jamar and now you got T each year that Joe spends with his weapons and these other guys, they're going to have more and more chemistry. They're going to have more and more collective muscle memory. You're going to see more and more of this, not only with Jamar, with these other players. So, the, I mean, the, I think Super Bowl is, is definitely on the horizon for us oh, winning it all. Dude, yeah. I, I, it's happening this year. And, and yeah, I, I I just the chat's blowing up to give you guys nothing but love and how yeah. much you, they enjoy the stories. Real quick here before I don't I don't want to 
where can they get the book? Let's that's what this whole thing was about the book. When's yeah. the book coming out? So everybody because everybody in the chat, go buy the book. You can pre-order it. Good, Scott, tell, tell where yeah. they can get it. Yeah, the easiest way is to go to Amazon. I mean, it's from uh, from Bulldog to Bengal, the Joe Burrow story through the eyes of his hometown. And it's coming out in April. So we're only a few weeks away. So you can pre-order it now and uh, and have it have it soon. Yeah, hey, that's that's a great uh, month. That's my birthday month. So I'm, I'm glad. Yes, to mine, mine as well. Oh, yeah. What, 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 what date are you? April 19th. Oh, I'm 14th. There you All go. right. You, you got me. Got me by five. <laughs> Very, my wife is, is a 28. 28. There you go. Okay. Dylan Hart's birthday was the 29th. And when I got dating her, I said, Well, that's going to be easy. I knew Dylan Hart's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm just that's kidding. cool. Well, Terry's cool. the best, too. I mean, Joe. She is the best. She is the, she, uh, one quick story about Terry. When I took over Athens Youth Football and, and, and they said, All right, we're, we're done. I said, Well, I'll take it over. I mean, we're not quitting this thing. So I took over the board and the whole nine and all the equipment was stored in here and all that stuff. We had a meeting and so we need somebody to run concessions and then and do cheerleading. I said, my, my wife will do it. And then I came home and gave her the good news. And she said, uh, what? I said, we well, didn't go to the meeting. You got to go to the meetings, hon. Or, you, you know, but you didn't go. So it was properly, uh, you know, and seconded. And so, yeah, you are the new commissioner of, or the concessions and cheerleading advisor. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, my wife is the backbone of my life and, uh, you know, greatest. And we've been married 38 years. And so, yeah, it's. She, awesome. she she is you know she is the crutch that I lean on. Yeah, amen to that, brother. Amen to that. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the doghouse here. Where where where, where is the doghouse? You said the 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 field is right by the doghouse, or well, it, let me say in Athens we've got Larry's doghouse, and that's like the best shakes. And, and but but in the plains we got the my dog bad, pound. Bad, bad, Sam, the dog pound. But we do we have both. We got both in Athens yeah. County. Yeah. There you yeah. go. My bad. If you uh, you come to the Plains, Ohio, is where Athens High School is. The uh, football field is my front yard, and uh, we've been living here since '88. And uh, so, you know, I get five free home games a year, and I love it. So, and uh, you want to come down? You, you you drive up uh, one high school drive at Athens High School Drive. You'll see the back of the press box that says Joe Burrow Stadium. Yep. It's lit up in gold until they do the playoff run. Then they turn it to uh, orange. You know, so. And I could sit at my kitchen table, drink my morning coffee on Saturdays and Sundays and look across the way. And we call them looky-loos. People from, I mean, I had a quarter for every time I've seen that. But they get out, and I don't know where they come from, but they get out and take their picture, you know, of, of Joe Burrow Stadium. And I love it. I think it's great. It's more that it factor, you know, that, you know, that Joe has that, you know. So, but I, you know, we love it and it's, you know, what he's done for this community in this area. And, you know, you stop at GG's on your way here to get the number nine, you know, which is the Joe Burrow Western omelet. So, right, right, right. And uh, so, yeah, make it, make a trip of it, you know, bring your family down, you know, we are a family uh, affiliated town here. So, but yeah, more than welcome anytime, Jeff. And, and Sam's had people just, uh, I think somebody from New Jersey knocked on your door one time and you showed them around the dog pound. So they did. They, yeah. they just knocked on the door and said, is that Joe Burrow stadium? I said, yeah. I said, well, I just came from a signing in Cincinnati and they had a little thing going on down there and he got Jamar's and, and Joey's Jersey signed and, and, uh, he had to stop by Joe Burrow Stadium. And right. Said, Is right. this it? I said, yeah. And that's before they had the Joe Burrow Stadium sign up and all that stuff. And, right. And I said, well, come here. I said, you want to see something? And I brought him around the garage, you know, around the house into the dog pound here. And and he's going, oh, my. I said, yeah, I coached <laughs> from third grade through sixth grade. And 
he just about lost it. Oh, dude, I I, I got to see this place. I, I look, uh, uh, Jackpot says we're gonna get you guys some free uh, Jackpot Joey gear. So I, I got I got even uh, more reason to drive up there to go. Nice. My email's easy. Football at Yahoo. There you go. Which, which, by the the way, we Sam Sam's got some of the beer in the background. He already showed showed it to me, so he he's already had had some of that. So yeah, I I, my oldest boy Alan brought some over. Uh, Alan was, uh, you know, all my kids. uh, Tricia helped with cheerleading. uh, Took pictures. My oldest boy Alan, when he graduated high school, he was helping me coach, and one of his boys on his on that same team that I coached youth football helped coach youth football. That was my goal to get these kids that played to right. coach youth football, give right. back. Right. And uh, and then my youngest boy, Stanley, you know, he played football and then um, he helped with all the equipment and everything we needed to do here. So, yeah, it's a family affair in the mm-hmm. Smathers household with the uh, football season. Mm-hmm. Well, it is awesome, guys. It, it, I can't wait to read the book. I did read a little bit of the excerpts that, that you sent me, Scott. And uh, like I said, Sam, you are the man. Thank you for putting J- Joe Burrow at quarterback. So I, I appreciate it. You know, I, I – much love. I can I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm gonna come see the dog. I, I gotta see this. I have to see this. I gotta see the stadium. I gotta see all this stuff. Scott, again, tell everybody where they can find the book, when it's coming out, and all that stuff again, real quick. Yeah, yeah. From Bulldog to Bengal, the Joe Burrow story through the eyes of his hometown. Uh, as I said, you can go to orangefraser.com, uh, F-R-A-Z-E-R, and you can order it there, pre-order it there, or go to Amazon if you got Prime. Uh, some people want to take advantage of that, you know, and you can find it easily on Amazon as well. And after the show, I'll try to drop it, drop it in the chat so people yeah. can, can find it there too. Yeah, a couple of weeks uh, away. Exactly. Exactly. A couple of weeks well, away. Yeah. Well, guys, hopefully, like Sam, you're a season ticket holder. We, we, excuse me, Scott, you're a season ticket yes. holder. We got to, we got to tailgate sometime. Absolutely. Sam, when you come down, we're tailgating, brother. We're going to have yeah. some fun and I'm going to come see you. We're, we're going to check out the, the dog pound. My bad. I said it's wrong, wrong, wrong person. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Who day? Yeah, who day? All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. That was an absolute freaking blast. I, dude, I love Joe Burrow. I love hearing all the stories about him and everything. This is so cool. Go buy the book. Go buy the book. This is so cool. Let's get to the Facebook groups. That let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of them. They are Who Day Nation, Who Day Legion. Bearcat Ruckus, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trinipole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I pull this out later on tonight, put it on the podcast on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure to rate, like, and review. Uh, leave a comment, a five-star review, so more, more people can... More people can find my podcast. YouTubers, we're at 2,168. You guys are awesome. This has been so much fun. Go buy the book. We have the greatest quarterback in the league. His name is Jackpot Joey Burrow. We're going to win the Lombardi. Guys, it's football season. That's your sports, baby. See ya! Talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. 
Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Just throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back. He gets shifty in the pocket, I get shifty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all fact. Ain't came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the losing weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing his thing for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seems like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my faith and money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up